short uh so pay attention can you afford uh everyday conversation decision making breakdown point of views of course he say she say see how we play real life issues hit the replay debate in politics what sport you profit with today's world news food for thought so come get a plate pull up Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome y'all to another episode of, not put a ring on it, uh, Daily Dollar <laughs> Show Podcast. Marlon down here, Vogan. Um, I know. Is there something we need to know? Do you, do you like those clothes? Oh, on the first, other side? Well, don't come for Marlon like that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do so, that. So, yes, like I said, welcome to another episode of Daily Man, Dollar Man, look, bald head don't care. Thank you. Thank you, sweetheart. Yes, yes. Go to the intro. Go to the intro. Yeah, so, so, as always, your hosts are here. We have the wonderful, lovely, talented Miss Santrella James Wilkes Bush, J.W. Bella, author, How are y'all doing tonight? Theater extraordinaire. Uh, Teacher of the year. All that good stuff. Yeah, I do what I can. Editor. Uh, <laughs> person who keeps people grammatically correct. Yes, I definitely do that. Even, I will even that. even when they're not humanly capable of doing exactly. That. So, uh, welcome back, man. It is a pleasure. Uh, yeah, it's a it's been a it's been a week. Yes, it's been very interesting, um, especially with your friend at the debate. <laughs> uh, all right, well, since you brought it up, let's go and get to it. Let's go. You put your foot in it. We're gonna step all the way in. So then, yeah. then when the, the, the first debacle, I mean, debate of 2020, <laughs> um, Ooh, uh, and it was, as said on CNN, a complete shit show. Oh, um, wow. I said that on, on the news. It was a shit show. Um, that is sad. See, I didn't have a chance to watch it. I watched it in pieces, so mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to see the, the whole, whole thing. thing. So, yeah, I'm, y'all want to take me through it. I'm going to say this. Reading the transcript is actually funnier than watching it. Watching it frustrates me. Reading the transcript is literally like progressively watching a dumpster fire burn and then a homeless person jumps out butt naked and runs away. <laughs> literally, read, that's how funny reading it is. Like reading it's hilarious. Cause you get like breakdown of what's said by who. Cause you know, when, you, when you're listening to it and watching it, it's hard to catch everything. They transcribe the whole fucking thing. It's atrocious. Wow. So, so it's probably like moderator says like one little sentence. Yeah, like it's Trump, Trump like... moderator, Joe Biden, Trump, 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 moderator, Trump, moderator, Trump, moderator, Joe, Trump, Trump. Yeah, that's all. That right. person whoever did that is just a raise. I mean, they do. Like they had to gra- grammatically correct Donald Trump. Do you know how difficult that is? Ooh, the man doesn't speak in complete sentences. And Grammarly.com does not catch everything. I hate to break yeah, that. They probably okay. rewind like that about five, six, six times. Oh, yeah. They were like, like put that back. What did you say? Come back, what? Pause it. Wait, one more time. One more time. One more time. Because I still ain't get it. Did he make up this word? I think he made up this word. Okay. I'm like, hey, man, you heard what he said? You heard what he said? Okay. All right. No. I didn't hear what he said. It's either that they had to be high while, transcri- while transcribing it because that's the only way that they may be able to actually understand what he was saying. But in their defense, it is kind of hard to understand two old white men fussing at each other. But let's 
let, let's get down to the bottom of it. It was basically two old white men mad as hell at each other and no, trying so, to. Figure out. No, I can't see that because Joe was cool at first. Joe okay. was cool. I mean, Joe did call him a racist. Joe did tell him to shut up. Oh. Joe said what? He, 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 he called him a clown too. He did call him a clown. Joe, Joe said, "Would you just shut up?" In the most like Joe said that in the way white people are mad when they don't get their way. Oh, he caring Trump? He, he did. It wasn't caring, but it was. It was like you know how white people get disgusted when things don't get do their way and they don't understand why. Uh, like if you think you got good credit as a white person and all of a sudden you get denied, like uh, that, that uh, was it. That was yeah. It. That was soccer mom. Um, discuss. Yeah, he he was just like. Like just, I mean, yeah, it was all bad. So that was soccer mom discussed because only soccer, soccer moms complain about because only soccer moms complain about shit like that. So my question to you is, how's how is a soccer mom different from Karen? Soccer mom has a concern of her children. Karen does not. Right, Karen care about herself. Yep. Karen is caring about herself. That's it. Yep. A soccer yeah. mom is just a Karen with kids. That's right. it. <laughs> Because Karen is not wearing no mask, though. This is right. She ain't wearing no mask. Right. But the soccer mom may have a mask on, and her kids may have one on. It depends on the location as to where they are. Well, no, and you know, some soccer moms, they be on it. Because the kids, they're going to have coordinated masks that match their backpacks. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Are there initials on it? With their initials, they'll have their initials embroidered in them weird ass looking letters that nobody really understands. Like, right, I never understood that until I found out that the big letter is their last name, and I was like, Oh, right, right, right. that still I, looks stupid, but okay, yeah, that's when I learned that right now. Yep. Mm. So, uh, one, I, I want to say I appreciate everyone to be drinking, uh, for this episode. It's, it's definitely we're talking about the debate. This is kind of like never- another. <laughs> so I mean, every episode I drink, but in this one specifically, oh, I got a drink, a double drink. Yeah. I drink. No, actually, I'm mixing. I had white earlier, and I'm on brown. That's just oh, how Lord. crazy this, this whole situation is going Surely on right now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mixing. So Surely. you know, you're having a bad moment. Like, is that bad? That boy, that boy. I mean, yeah. it's 2020. I mean, come on. Yeah. Touche. Touche. I mean, it's almost over, but. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. still got, like, we, we say it's almost over, like, 2021 is guaranteed to be available. But let's, I save mean, for another, let's save that for our end of the world kind of episode. Yeah, la- la- we can talk uh, about the apocalypse. Uh, yeah, that'll be, that'll be, apocalypse. Our, apocalypse. That'll yeah. be our apocalypse episode in December. The last episode. Right. <laughs> Hope everybody can hear it. Yeah, it's the end of <laughs> the world as we know it. Yeah. We go, we go live for that one. We'll go, we'll yeah. go live. Yeah. So, <laughs> All right, first thing about the debate, though, the most pervasive thing, the most blatantly obvious thing is Trump's inability, for me, was his inability to converse. So, like, we know that he's unintelligent. We know that he is not very eloquent. We know he makes up words. We know literally he does not have a firm grasp of the English language. Right. And we know he's basically dumb. We had that on full display by his inability to connect and communicate. Because all he did was what children do, which is basically, I know you are, but what am I? 
and that's not going to help whenever you are supposed to be cultivating a platform that represents a group of people. And that, as a if I was a Republican, that's what I would be more upset with. The fact that you are supposed to be representing us, right. but the way you are doing it is in a, such a piss poor manner that it would be very difficult for people to believe that we actually could enact change. And that and that's the end goal. The end goal is to be able to do that. Even if you don't know what you're doing, still be able in some way to convey to people that um, I have this ability to be able to do it and I have the ability to do it on behalf of the rest of my party. So now you made your party look like a bunch of assholes. And they probably not, because I know a lot of Republicans that are cool. But I can't, tr I can't say that because of who you have in charge and you choose to have this person in charge right <laughs> that's it you choose like, i mean are we surprised though no i'm not surprised by him i look not, i'll say this i'm not, not surprised i am not surprised that it went the way it went it went i'm surprised how far it went right like literally it snowballed so far so fast, like the the questions you know asking about policies and plans, and he had nothing. All he had was attacks on Democrats, attacks on the left, attacks on Antifa, attacks on Joe Biden, on Joe Biden, attacks on Nancy Pelosi. Like that's all he did the whole time. He attacked people without actually addressing any issues. And oh, you know, well we would have had this great thing and this this, but it's like how, like like how. How would you, how do you plan on providing health care for all Americans? How do you plan on replacing the Affordable Care Act? How do you plan on helping Americans recover from COVID? How do you financially, physically, health, like how do you plan on, like what is the, what is the how of it? I don't care about the who, what, where, when, and why. How do you plan on doing it? And that was the thing. You know, Joe, whether you like him or not, he addressed the people. He was sincere many times. And I, I honestly feel like he showed that he was not going to be bullied by Trump. Amen. And that, that was the biggest thing for me. You ain't got to like him. You can talk. And, uh, you know, Trump did it. Trump attacked his record. You know, Trump attacked the crime bill. I mean, but mind you, this stuff is like 30, 40 years old. So let's, let's keep it 100. Don't get me wrong. I still think some kind of amends need to be made. But if the man's not in office, how is he gonna make amends? And that that's my argument. Like you could you could you could not agree with anything he's done in the past. Mm -hmm. If he is going to be in office, well, if he is going to make amends, he needs to be in office. And people will say, oh, well, he ain't did nothing to make amends in the last 40 years. Let's be real. He's one part of a bigger whole. It's like we lose sight of, you know, who he was as a senator. Like a senator is not, a senator still needs 247 votes to get a bill passed. Or how, you know, a senator still needs to get support to get his bills passed. You know, he got bill, the bills he is most known for is stuff, you know, when we were coming on a cusp of, you know, post-civil rights, you know, right. crack epidemic, you know, all these different things that happen. And, 
yeah, he he made some really bad decisions, but understand the time he lived in, the time he came up in, and I'm not excusing it, I'm not justifying it. What I'm saying is, if we're gonna claim he needs to make it right, put him in office and let him make it right. Right, because no matter what happens, you're still choosing the lesser of two evils. That's it. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's basically that was my first time watching a uh, a debate because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not I'm not really into politics. That's not really my thing. But I kind of want to watch this. Just get a, a good a feel of politics. Mm-hmm. And just watching it, I'm literally laughing. I'm like, this is what this the world watch to get a feel of politics. I, I know. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> this is this is the guy who you really want to support. Like he's really like, over talking. Not only his the guy he's running against, but the moderator. Right. Oh, he's asking simple questions. He asked a simple question, like, you know, we about this. How you feel about that? But like, he's saying, oh, I got the big you too. Okay, you can catch a smoke too. I'm like, bro, like, it's a conversation we want to know. Like, ask about black people. How you gonna are you gonna help us out at all? But he didn't want to do that. And then, of course, the whole thing about white supremacy is like, proud boys, stand back, stand by. So you so, couldn't even address the one little thing that we as black people have an issue with. You could not address right. that at all. Because you know damn well, if you say the wrong thing, you're going to lose that support. So right. it was like, okay, so basically you already claimed, we already knew this, but now it's much more open that you are blatantly racist. And the yeah. fact that people to this day are still defending him, I got no words for you. I Don't talk to me like you're blocked. Like in my text message group, I have with my fancy guys. Um, one of the guys is a Trump supporter. As soon as he defended that, blocked them. Like, I, I don't want to talk to you. Don't look at me. Don't text me. Don't try to call me. I don't want nothing to do with you because clearly you believe in this guy who's probably our leader, who's racist. Nah, nah, bro. You can, you can miss me with that. Nah. I see. So, so, so I want to I wanna address one thing before. We before I really jump into that because that's that's big. When you say what has he done for black people, a lot of people point to oh he funded HBCUs and oh he's giving this money and oh he's doing this and he's doing that and he has his plan to put five hundred billion in black communities and black schools and you know all this stuff. How many we've seen that before? Like this is not the first time that people have said they were going to do something. And don't get me wrong, he fully funded HBCUs. HBCUs now get the same government funding that PWIs get. And that's a beautiful thing. I'm with it. Here's the thing, though. Someone says to me, why didn't Obama do it? Obama was operating in a Republican-controlled government. Mm -hmm. What would he have had to give up to do that? He can only do so much. I mean, you know, it is like, could he could he have wrote an executive order to fund HBCUs? Because then he would have been attacked for, well, why are you not giving money to white institutions? Right. You know, so it's one of those situations. Like, I'm not knocking, I'm not knocking Trump for doing it, but you have to understand the play. The play is, let me show I'm not racist by giving money to colleges. What are the historically black colleges? What are Democrats gonna do? Say no, we don't want your money. Hell yeah, get the money to fucking colleges. But if, or... if Obama, if uh, right, but if Obama would have did it, oh, you're being racist. Oh, you're being yeah. this. 
you know, so it's uh, a, you know, I hang that, out with that, Kanye. I, I hang out with Kanye West, so I'm, I'm with y'all, bro. Right. Like Kanye West and oh, Kanye West. Oh, right, right, you so. keep Kanye West. Well, so let me be the one to say that baby ain't been the same since his mama died. Um, yeah, I had to sure. get that out my. I had to get you that sure. out my sister. But the second thing you have to. No. <laughs> well, the other thing you have to consider, I think of, I think of how Trump's doing things, kind of like how we expect, um, like how, how we expected Obama to do it, just push straight through. Uh, well, I no, mean, more people, so. You can't throw, it's kind of, okay, think about it this way. Think about how whenever we have, like, child support issues, we want to immediately throw money at kids. Right. Right. And, but what we need more so is time and understanding more than we need your money. So I think that's the kind of move that Trump made. He's thinking that money is going to be able to be the love, support, and ammunition that can help facilitate a possible win but that's not how it works for black folks you could throw money as all we want please don't misunderstand we will take your money because we will take your stimulus happily so no fact thank you trump i pay off my car i appreciate it i will take your stimulus check i will take everything that you will give to me but understand that does not that does not replace the fact yeah it does not buy my vote that does not replace the fact that you have consistently proved that you have an issue with minorities, not just black, but just minorities in general. And for you to not be a, to not even be able to articulate that effectively. Instead, you didn't pay attention in speech class when they told you you can't always argue with a counter argument. You can't. You always you have to be able to have ethos, pathos, and logos. I don't mean to be given a lesson, but I am a teacher by trade. So let's go ahead and have that. Those are three things you need to be able to convince people of something. If you don't have all three, you are gonna have a shitty um idea of how you do things. And I feel like that's that's what made that was the small difference between Joe Biden and Trump. Because please don't misunderstand. They got some similarities. They do. But that was the small difference. One understood you have to use all three of those to be able to do it. And the other one's thinking, if I just say this, then everything's okay. That's not, this is not the apprentice. You're not going to be able to do the same thing here that you it's could do. It's not how it works. It's not how anything works. It's not. You're not going to be able to say you're the weakest link goodbye and think that that's okay. Because you can't say that to people who, first off, were brought here by, by y'all. We didn't ask to be here. I could have been in Africa chilling. I'm not there right now because of y'all. So I promise you, you acting like that and not regarding African-Americans or any minority in that instance, that's what make you look like an asshole. It wasn't just what you said. It was how you responded. That's the big thing. Yeah, we could say say Africa. We could have own Wakanda right now. I know. (laughs) People always look at problems. Look, trying to tell you. I'm just saying, I could legitimately be flying on my own little plane and everything else with my cute little dashiki and whatnot. But no, y'all probably my happy ass here. All right. Got some vibe. Got some vibe. Got some vibranium. See, black people could have did the first heart, open heart surgery in Africa. We could have discovered peanut butter in Africa. We could have right. done all that. We ain't had all to be in it. Africa. We didn't have to come here and do any of we that. We could have built video games in Africa. We could have built Nerf guns in Africa. And everything I'm saying is something that a black inventor created. A exactly. black inventor created uh, 
nerd, super soakers. Yes, I think it was Super Soakers because he he worked for NASA. Yeah, he created he Super yeah. Soakers. A black inventor created video games, the cartridges. He mm -hmm. created cartridge-based video games. So shout out to him for because that's how we got the Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> he created, you know, black George Washington Carver. You know, I mean, the the list goes on of black right. inventors. Like we could have had a whole renaissance in Africa. Instead, we had a renaissance in America. Right. So, that being said, Trump and racism. So I'm gonna say mm -hmm. this, and this is this is my perception on it. I don't think Trump is racist. And and hear me out on this. I don't think he is racist. I do think he uses racism to he benefits from it and therefore uses it to his benefit. Cause I, I say this. I think business people, if you're if you're a true capitalist, the only color that matters is green. It's money. So I don't think he's racist. I do think he's probably inherently racist. And I do think he, he is classist. And I do think he believes he is superior to others based on who he is, what he has, and things like that. I don't think he's he'll ever be out there, you know, hanging them niggers and stuff like that. Like I don't I don't see him doing that. And he has too much money. Yeah, I wish he would. I wish he would. But, yeah, no, no, we wish he would. But See, now you're trying to now you're trying to get Marlon committed and then end up in jail. Don't do that. I no. do. I do. If we, I do. Look, for people. Look, I, I mean, I got I got a nice little Facebook band. Anyway, <laughs> so. Bro, I don't, a lot I, of people went to Facebook jail because of this shit. <laughs> bro, I know I did. I know I did. I had like a solid 24 to 48 hours in that bit. So I was in lockup. I, I spent a weekend in lockup. But, but don't, do not fancy yourself a modern day Akon. Sit your way. I'm not. Locked up. But, don't uh, let me out. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, Jesus I Christ. think he, he uses that because he understands you know, it's emotion. He under, you know, it's emotion. He gets the mob going. He gets people going. He rouses people up, and that's what he does. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what it's for. That's what he does. And you know, he realizes that those racists are a very large part of his base of supporters. I mean, because if he spoke out against those, he spoke. He'd have to speak out against and, and see where I'm going. If he spoke out against the Proud Boys, right? Who who called themselves like a, a chauvinistic group or whatever, but they're basically they're they're Islamophobes. They're basically you know phobic to anything that's not a, a repressed white man. Mm -hmm. So, but then he would have to speak out on uh, evangelicals who are racist, who are also a large part of his base. Then he would have to speak out on you know all these different groups who discriminate in one way or another, and it snowballs, and then he has to speak out against his entire base. Because if he speaks out against these radicals, you gotta speak out against the evangelicals who are racist, and the evangelicals who, who spout the racism. Then you gotta speak out a group after group, because the minute somebody does something, you gotta speak out on it. So the okay. reason, so that's why I say I don't think he's racist, but I think he avoided the question to not offend those who support him? Because I'm—I mean, you know, these groups get support from places. These groups get money from places. 
They're not sitting collecting dues like a fucking fraternity. Where are they getting this money from? Yeah. I mean, I get that. I mean, I understand because, like you said, those guys are his main support groups. But at the end of the day, you're a human being. You have We have morals. Is it really? And the fact that I mean, I'm not saying him, regardless. I'm just saying, as a regular human being, we have morals. If you feel something's not right, you're not going to do it. Like, you see, like, something on fire, like, oh, I'm going to touch that. Nah, I'm not going to do that. Like, it's kind of common sense. That's thing. not, but see, Trump doesn't operate in that set of logic. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I'm not going to support somebody who I can't understand simple oh, logic. No. I'm not going to do it. So, I mean, I understand your point. I do, but it's like, I just. Well, no, no. I'm not saying it. support him because of that. What I'm saying is, I don't think he's racist. I don't think he's inherently racist. Like, I don't think he's like, I hate other races. I think he realizes that the people that do make up a large portion of his supporters, and in, a, in an effort to not alienate those people, he, he, he avoided the question. Very blatant. And, I, and I'm saying he has oh. no morals. So that's what No, no, I agree with you. He has no morals. I mean, I, I'm gonna be 100 with you. If he'd have, if he'd have sat there, and said, I condemn the Proud Boys and the KKK and white nationalists. You know, I, I denounce it right here and there. I might have fucked with him. Keep it 100. If, he, if he'd have came out and denounced it very plainly and very clearly, I would have considered fucking with him. That, but well, that's the, mm-hmm. Okay, then, then, okay, so you said that if he would have did that, you would have possibly considered something different, Yes. right? Okay, yes. so my question go to ahead. you then... Go ahead, I got some... Go ahead, go ahead. So my question to you then is... If that's the type... Okay, I'm trying to figure out how to answer, how to say this because... because I, no, because I, I get where you're coming from. I understand where you're coming from and I understand that to a certain extent, I can see that point of view. But why would you... Would you be friends with someone that would be your yes person? Let me ask that question. Would oh, you, you be friends right. with somebody? You everybody on this already know the answer to that. Right, I don't need it would no be yes no, right? Yeah. Okay. So then that brings up my point. Even if they are people who support him, even if they are people who believe in his domestic policy, his international policy, and whatever else, why would you not why would you follow someone that is practically a yes person instead of someone who actually tells you the truth? That's the question I got. Because it, what you're basically telling me is, is that it's okay as long as I appease whoever it is that's giving me money. But like Marlon said, moralistically speaking, and keep in mind, morals are what? About morals, values, and beliefs are what America is based on. So now you're telling me you're going against America because you choose to stick strictly to money and nothing else. You decide to stick strictly to the fact that this person makes you happy and what they allow you to do, but they don't ever tell you no. Like, I don't have friends like that in my life. So, so I don't see it like that. So, and here, here's my logic. And then, Marlon, I would. I don't see it like that. Because the reason why I said I would consider supporting him if he would have denounced white supremacy in that moment. Right. 
because that would have been a moment that would have reverberated through this entire election. Okay. That would have reverberated through the following elections. Mm -hmm. Because in that moment, if a sitting president denounces white supremacy, a white sitting president denounces white supremacy, that sets a precedent. Because KKK just got listed as a terrorist group. Proud Boys, white nationalists are now getting listed as terrorist groups. You have the fucking Somali pirates on the other side of the world listed as a terrorist group. The KKK wasn't a terrorist group. And they were more worried about food than they were worried about anything. They're just trying to fucking eat. You have Al-Qaeda, a terrorist group. Completely cool. I get it. They, they 9-11, I'm with all that shit. You know how many fucking black people died at the hands of the KKK? Way more than what died 9-11. And guess what? Wasn't a fucking terrorist group. You so, think it would have been a power move if he would have actually denounced? Ah, okay. That's what I'm saying. So whether he believed it or not, what it would have done is it would have set a precedent for the future of American politics. And that right there, because I'm going to keep it 100 with you. My plan is to be in a tax bracket where I can take advantage of loopholes that he got. Eventually. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. That being said, though, if he would have denounced white supremacy in that moment, it would have opened the door for white yeah. supremacists to be treated the way the Black Panthers were treated. It would have opened a door for white okay. supremacists to be treated the way Martin Luther King was treated. Mm -hmm. It would have opened a door for white supremacists to be treated the way all these other black, the way black people have been treated as if they're black extremists, when really they were just fighting for equality. Okay. All it right. Would have opened, that, and that's, that's how I looked at it. Mm -hmm. If that moment would have transpired, it would have set a president that would have allowed things to happen differently than they've ever happened before. Because just like the police showed up when the Black Panthers came to New Orleans to try to help out the projects, and the police was like, fuck no, we're not having this, because if they got a foothold in New Orleans, it would have fucked up the whole rotation for all these rich white folks. That would have set a precedent. So when you see KKK rallies, oh no, they fucking terrorist group, shut that ass down. That so yeah, that's why I say that. That's why I say I would have considered it. It would have opened the realm for consideration. He didn't do it, so fuck him. But <laughs> so Marlon, go ahead. <laughs> so I, I get what you're saying. I, I do. So my question to you would be, do you support compulsive liars? Oh no, of course not. So the guy you have considered voting for said he paid millions of dollars in taxes, mm -hmm. but there's physical evidence he paid $750 worth in taxes. So that's the same thing you're talking about. I'm going to say this and understand this from, a, and I'm speaking purely as someone who has operated in the business world. Okay. Financially speaking, he exploited federal guidelines that are legal to do that. Here's the thing. Not everybody has the money to do that. No, we personally cannot take hundreds of thousands of dollars in losses and understand what that means. You can go out and buy a business that is losing and write it off as a loss against your, against your federal income tax and not pay. Like if you had, if we all had half a million dollars in the bank, we could not pay federal taxes at all. 
because we could go spend enough money, claim it as a loss, and not pay any federal taxes. So right. don't get me wrong. He didn't do anything illegal. You ain't got to like it. You ain't got to think it's right or wrong. He didn't do anything illegal. Now, back to what y'all were saying earlier. Earlier, Morally, ethically, he is completely fucking bankrupt. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I do not believe in any way, shape, form, sense, or otherwise that he is a moral or ethical person. I believe if there is a loophole, he will pass his orange ass through it as quickly as fucking humanly possible. I'm with he you is the same person. He's the same person that said this whole COVID thing was a hoax. No, no, no I'm with it. I'm with and it. And look what happened. No, no, y'all. I tested positive. We going quarantine. Oh, now you're on quarantine. Now you're on quarantine. All right. Yes, he's in a hospital. Right. He's been taken to a uh, hospital. Also, read in Texas. Why? Because Texas is a big state with a lot of votes. Right. So, if he has it, if he has, we don't know for sure. All right. Well, let's, well let's I will let's tell learn. you. Whatever town he in in Texas, I bet you any money they're not wearing masks. I want the lab reports right now. I want the lab reports right now. No, I want to see. I want to see the. I want to see, I want to see Donald Trump. You want COVID. more Kovacs, Dad? I, I, That's what I, I you want to do. I want <laughs> that camera to follow he and more. chase. I want that camera to chase him down. <laughs> Why he like doing the crybaby on the floor? Look, I don't know. I, as he going to take the test, I want that cameraman to be on his ass. Is he getting that thing shoved up his nose? Let me tell you right now. Or the blood test, or whatever test they're doing for Trump, I want the cameraman right there over his shoulder, yeah, chasing him down like we about to find out who the baby daddy is. Oh my God. Like, as soon as he gets get tested, you follow that person and give him that test, you follow right. that person. Right. Right. Run after that. Because no. I'm going to tell you right, them no fucking cameramen are athletes, all of them. I swear to God. Oh, like for real, like every time I've watched an episode where they do the baby daddy thing, I'm like, these niggas must train. Look, they got to train. They get, they get, they get failed college athletes. So, <laughs> they got to train. so that being said, all right, so Trump has, Trump supposedly, purportedly, reportedly has that has, Corona. He got, got that Corona. Thing. He got that Rona in his life. He got that Rona. Only, but look, not only him. But Melania, not, not that. Melania. That's it. This is why I don't believe that. Because as much as she don't want to touch him in public, what they doing in private to make her get corona? Technically, at the, at the debate, they did hold hands. So that, made that was because of the debate. I don't believe that. Hype. I'm saying, but they did hold hands. So at that point, maybe like, oh, he got it. Oh, she got it. So they both got it together. So. Right. Or, you know what? I feel bad for her, too, because now she had quarantine with him. Oh. No, she, she, no, she, no, so Melania is quarantining at the White House. When he quarantined uh, at the hospital? And he's at Walter Reed Medical Center in Texas. Back up. Back up. You mean to tell me he left his wife at the house? Well, no, no, no. So he apparently was suffering from more severe symptoms than she was. And so he was taken by uh, whatever Marine One or whatever the fuck it is, the helicopter, to Walter Reed Medical Center. Wow. So he left his wife. Well, I mean, he didn't have a choice. I mean, she wasn't wasn't really showing symptoms. Nah, that's a lie. You know that bitch wasn't about to go to the hospital. She don't fucking like him like that. Nah, that's a lie. Because if no, no, y'all can sit there and tell me that bullshit if you won't. But speaking as a wife, I wish that motherfucker le- would leave me alone and my ass got fucking corona. I bet y'all well, be I bet y'all be in jail. 
I promise That's you. That's why he's married to a white woman, not a black woman. True saying. that. You're right. Because <laughs> a black woman would have been like, did you ain't leaving me? Um, the fact is, social media is undefeated. Like, people are <laughs> saying, like, what is the what recovery rate for a 70-year-old white man? <laughs> like, I hate Bro, I've been killing... These memes with the, him drinking bleach have been killing me. I'm like, first off, Clorox will end up suing y'all. So y'all better leave them alone. Y'all better start using that great value bleach. Right. That actually work better than Clorox. Y'all better just like, use that uh, bottle and say bleach. Or uh, coronavirus. Stand back, stand by. Yeah. Or, so, or he could... No, I remember one of the posts I saw, she started saying... She started singing, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I said, wait, what? <laughs> I saw one. They had uh they had the coronavirus, the germ on top mm-hmm. of Michael Jordan's body talking about his personal now. <laughs> that was and, and this one I saw on another one was um you had a sort of rally or something like that, and then they had Cardi B on the side with coronavirus. Yes, they coronavirus. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so look, so so President Trump, so so the president and the first lady testified. Here's the list of people who have tested positive. Rona McDaniel, who is the chairwoman of the Republican National Committee. Hope Hicks, okay. one of Trump's senior advisors. Bill Stippian, President Trump's campaign manager. Kellyanne Conway, the uh, zombie bitch. Uh, <laughs> Senator Mike Lee of Utah, huh? That can be a bitch. We'll call that. Be nice. And that bitch looked like a zombie. Let me tell you right now, if she was in a walking dead, it would shoot her ass on sight. That's the best uh, zombie. Be nice. I'm, okay, I'm gonna let you have that one, Marlon. Mm-mm. She. I'm good. You know what? I'm with Martin on this one. Try mm. Jesus, not me. Yep. <laughs> uh, Senator Michael Lee of Utah, who met Judge Barrett on Tuesday, Senator which means Tom- all his wives are probably probably have corona. Senator yeah. Tom Tillis of North Carolina, who participated in a debate against his Democratic challenger on Thursday. I know good and well that better not mess up University of North Carolina, especially when it comes to this Final Four and come March Madness. I know it better not mess that up. And Reverend John I. Jenkins, the president who attended, the president of University of Notre Dame, who also attended the ceremony for Judge Barrett on Sunday. So basically, oh. now Judge Barrett is the woman that is being elevated. They're, they're, they're putting her in for Supreme Court to take our- Oh, so she's being appointed. She, she's the one that they're trying to get in to replace uh, Ruth. Uh-huh. So the people that test the negative, Mike Pence, his wife, uh, Joe Biden, Joe Biden's wife, Vice President Biden, his wife, Senator Harris, uh, Doug, Emhoff, who is Senator Harris's husband, uh, Judge Barrett did test negative. Nancy yeah. Pelosi, Pompeo, Steve Mnuchin, William Barr, Mark Meadows, like all these bunch of people nobody cares about. Uh, unfortunately, why are you uh, reading it? Huh? <laughs> why are you reading it? Then? We don't care about. I, I don't know. Unfortunately, all of Trump's children tested negative as well. So damn. <laughs> maybe I'm not shit for that one, but whatever. Uh, so here's the thing. Trump had been showing symptoms prior. The virus can take up to two weeks to manifest. Correct. So, so that means you gotta understand. 
for the last two weeks. You got to travel back two weeks to every person he's interacted with. Mm-hmm. Every person he's been in a room with and hasn't worn a mask. Mm-hmm. Every per- every place he's been. So, And I'm going to say this too. At the debate, he made the comments about not having a negative impact from having 25, 30,000 people at his rallies. Herman Cain has his date. Right. And whether you like Herman Cain or not, called him a cool, whatever, understand, Herman Cain dead as hell. Why? Because he went to that rally, contracted COVID, and he died shortly thereafter. Right. So, you know, I'll say this. I don't wish death on anyone. Uh, what I do believe is that you, what you sow, what you reap. Yep. And Trump has been an amoral, disrespectful, antagonistic piece of shit for a long time. Since he has been in office and well before, he has made fun of handicapped people. He has made fun of POWs. He called them losers. He has made fun of servicemen. He has made fun of so many people and disrespected so many people. If you think I am about to offer up some fucking prayers for him, you are out your ever-loving goddamn rat-ass motherfucking mind. Because you, know you know what the only prayer I have? I don't really give a fuck. So. <laughs> well, okay. But... Lord is my shepherd. Okay, first off, <laughs> y'all singing hymns is not the testimony we need to do today, okay? Because I'm about That's to say, first and foremost, fuck your click and fuck your bitch basically, and click Basically, the bummy. Whatever yeah. <laughs> you got planned for him, it's above and it's on him. I ain't got nothing to do with me. That y'all y'all better quit Lord playing Jay, with, Lord Jesus y'all quit play with the ancestors. Y'all think this is the ancestors? You, you think the this the ancestors? Corona, at least in his words. You better you better call on boss. <laughs> you call on boss. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, if this the ancestors, if this is our ancestors. Nigga, Corona, at least in his words. You better, you better call on Boss from Wakanda. Call Boss. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. However, okay. Look, as much as I, as much as I do not like him as a person or a political person, I, and you, I'm not going to wish death on him either, but I'm not going to sit here and, and stop my blessings from happening because of him choosing to be whoever it is that he wants to be. No, so, I'm just I'm just speaking to the biblical principle and just generally religious principle of sowing and reaping or right. or whatever you speak. And he has sown discord and disrespect, antagonistic behaviors. He has but, sown so much hate and he has sown so much anguish and he has sown so much pain by his action and lack thereof, that you know what? I do not feel sympathy. I do not feel sorry. I do not offer prayers up. Cause you know what? I have none to offer up. Cause I'm not gonna offer up insincere prayers. I'm not gonna waste a lot of time like that. Or whoever you offer prayers to. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm not gonna waste his time no mind. So you okay. know what? I'm gonna keep it 100 I'm not gonna bother with the lowest time that I got. Now, I, I get that, 100%. Like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm not about me, to do it. Me, personally, I would not wish death on anybody. I, I'm not going to do that. 
Mm-hmm. But kind of like, but kind of like you, I'm not gonna really say a prayer like Lord spare my life. Nah, I'm I'm not gonna do that. But whatever happens, it happens. I'm not gonna. I don't like, have room. Lord, you know, I'm, you know what I you know life. what I say. Nah. I'm gonna nah. tell you what I say. This is my perspective. It's the circle of life, <laughs> <laughs> and it moves us all. That's oh. it. It's the circle of life. It moves okay, us all. But... So, so basically, Simba, we eat the grass. <laughs> But are we not going to consider like all the people that he has been around and those who are probably around him that are like innocent bystanders? Are we not going to consider them in this situation because they could possibly have COVID? Hold on. So let's not say they're innocent bystanders because I'm going to tell you right now, you want to support a racist? Guess what? Who you associate yourself with is what you get held accountable for. You're right. You're right. This thing in the law called an accessory to and an accessory after the fact. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you right now, don't sit here and tell me you aligning yourself with the devil and then want me to pray for you when he fuck you over. Nah, fam, I'm good. Sure. I don't know what to tell you, because guess what, I don't have a lot of fucks to give on that one. So I'm saying, if he pays you six figures, you wouldn't, you tell him no? What? I'm serious. If Trump paid you six figures, just be like, you know, a part of his, you know, whatever staff, whatever his positive is. Oh, so first and foremost, first and foremost, yes. If you pay me to do a job, yes. What I'm not going to do is shuck and jive. What I'm right. not going to do, because look, I'm going to tell you right now. He paid me six figures. I might collect one check because he'll probably fire me after the first week. Because <laughs> I'm going to sit here looking dead ass in his face and be like, nigga, you is stupid. You are dumb. <laughs> like, depending on what position. Because see, if you just give me to do some paperwork, I might not even make it the first week. Because if I see some suspect ass shit in the paperwork, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm saying that shit out to the New York Times. No, fuck that. I'm exposing. I'm whistleblower, baby. I'm gonna sit there. Get your eagle on. (laughs) (laughs) Blow your whistle. Petey Pablo. I'm spinning this motherfucker. (laughs) Like Birdman, Birdman. How you miss Nelly? Why you miss and Petey Pablo in one song? Birdman, everything. My hands together. All that. That is blasphemy. Look, if I see some of them secret ass files come across my desk. I'm gonna be sitting there looking at hoes like Birdman, like y'all already know what time it is. The Washington Post. I'm gonna tell you right now, I'll be, I'll be bold as shit. I'll be on CNN. Me and Como be kicking it. I'll be like, man, how your family doing, bro? I heard y'all had it. I had it. My family good, bro. We are. So look mm-hmm. at this motherfucker. Because remember, as long as the check clear, I'm good. <laughs> catch me, catch me outside. Because I'm gonna yep. tell you right now. Because that first check would have cleared, I'd have routed the funds through three goddamn accounts and it'd have been offshore. And I want yep. you to try to fucking get it after that because it's gone. That bitch would have been in Malaysia. I yep. had a bank account in Thailand with no extradition. Bitch, get yep. my money then. These nuts, yep. so I'd have bought like 9,000 bitcoins. I'd have been paid like a motherfucker. Because again, remember, I will accept his stimulus. Because oh, understand, yeah. I, I will accept his stimulus check. But just because I accept his stimulus check don't mean I got to do anything for him. How the song go, fuck you, pay me? Thank you. <laughs> Please understand. No. I will accept. I will accept that six figures with I'm a happy like on my the face. Republican who want to sit there and get on camera and shuck and jive and do all that coon shit, Mm-mm. talking about I, I think he misspoke. No, bitch, he no. misspoke. He Mm-mm. said exactly what he said. Stand back and stand by. He didn't say stand down. He didn't denounce white supremacy. That's what the fuck he said. All, all right. he had to say was I denounce white supremacy in any form. Done. Moving on. He didn't do it. Yep. So you know what? I'm not about to second job for him. Now, he want to pay me a million dollars to come up here and do some shit? I'll do some shit. 
Look, nigga, what you need me to do? A million dollars? Hell yeah, I'm in that like swim well. And you know what? I'd have been having Democratic rallies on that million dollars. <laughs> I'd have been supporting candidate after candidate. I'd have, I'd have thrown a hundred G's at Biden and Kamala. I'd have thrown, I'd, look, I'd have had enough money I so I could have took a picture with him. I'd be like, here's a check for $100,000. Let me get a picture so I can put it up in my office. Wait, wait, house. wait. No, you know what Martin would did? Martin would have probably took them all to Pink, the strip club, and Pea Valley. We'd have been in Magic City. We'd have been in Magic City. I'm trying to tell you right now. Yeah. So basically, you're spending Satan's money. You're trying to tell me. Say, bro. If I work for Jesus, it won't be Satan money anymore because I've been redeemed. Look, <laughs> I'd have redeemed them dollars. <laughs> Look, I'm going to tell you right now. Blessings fall on the just and unjust alike. So I'm going to do right it. now. Horrible. But yeah. Don't make I'm me quote. Why do it? Blessings fall I'm on the just and thing. unjust alike. You know what? What the devil, what, what the devil tried to make out for good, for bad, the Lord can make for good. For good. A million dollars, that's good, Father. That's good, Father. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. 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 A million dollars would have hit my bank account, Heavenly Father. We'd have been supporting black people all across the country, Heavenly Father. There have been Democratic campaigns that are fully funded, Heavenly Father. They've been all okay. in them. Okay. Okay. Hallelujah. Okay. 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 <laughs> we have all Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Citizens, Lord Jesus. All black, all Democrat, Lord Jesus. The good thing, Marlon, is we not, we not in the same place, so we ain't got to worry about hitting us. Be straight. This whole phone may lose connection. I don't want no yep. part of that. So I want no part of it, Lord. I, nah. He's, he's I'm going to tell you right now, I don't wear a phone, full-blown Southern Baptist on that ass. I got the first Baptist in a heartbeat. I'm going to tell you right Good now. Job. Kojic, Pentecostal, whichever one you needed to get that million dollars out. Mm -mm. Look, I'm going to tell you, I'd have, had, look, I'd have had a whole black party underneath the Claiborne Bridge to support Biden-Harris. I'll tell you right now. And you know everybody would have shown. We'd have had Big Frida, Juan LaFonta, DJ Jubilee, everybody. So Why is Juan LaFonta coming? He a lawyer. Make me understand that. Because we need somebody to bail us out after it's over with. So, oh, okay. That so, you know, because I'm going to tell you, the All one right. lawyer we're not going to get is the one that defended Breonna Taylor because this nigga can't win a case. Yeah, he can't win a case to save his life. Like, he can't like win a case. I, what killed me about him was the fact that he didn't even take into consideration what they did. Now, don't misunderstand. I understand that you have to have the affidavit or whatever it is in order for you to go into somebody's house. And so I'm pretty sure that there's a part of this story that we're not hearing as far as it concerns Breonna Taylor. But regardless of that part of the story, that doesn't take away from the fact that people legitimately broke into her house while she was asleep and killed her. Like, I'm not, the, I'm not the, negating what didn't, what, what hasn't been said. I'm not saying that because I'm sure that there's some other pieces to this puzzle that have not been released. Right. But, well, you know, they're, they're put there, uh, a juror filed a filed a, a motion to release the uh, the grand jury transcripts. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's going to shine a light on a lot of different things. So that's just something to follow right now until that actually does happen, because I believe it's going to happen. So, but I know we can talk about that for a while. Let's not, let's not get too far out. Right, because so let's, let's bring it back. So that being said, I have no sympathy for Trump catching COVID. Matter of fact, his doctors don't even know because one doctor said, oh, he's doing great. His other doctor said he was in serious condition. And then he released a video looking tired, boss. He looks tired, boss. Well, he got his blue blazer on. Mm -hmm. what, what about his secret service? So can he be protected even though he has COVID? So Walter Reed Medical Center has a presidential suite. 
yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Like Walter Reed is one of the premier hospitals in the country, but even more so, they they have a presidential suite where that is basically it's it's a VIP suite for dignitaries and politicians and people like that, and that okay. is where he is at. So, you know that that's. that's that was my main concern. Like, I, yeah, Trump could do whatever, but these Secret Service people, regardless of who's in position, right. that's their job. Right. And they, so, they can't get away from it. So, and I'm they sure they have policies in place to test all the Secret Service people and do everything they need to do. Okay. I mean, because if I was a Secret Service, I'd be looking like I was on fucking Mortal Kombat the whole time. If you're looking <laughs> like noob side by, nigga, all black, everything, include the mask. I'll tell you <laughs> right now. Talk about what? Tom, what's wrong with you? Don't you know you got right? <laughs> Look, but tell you right now, that nigga got wrong. I'm back, 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 back. Give me 50 feet. Yeah. Look, mm-hmm. somebody said where John Wilkes Booth at when you need him, though. So, See, anyway. Now y'all just being wrong. <laughs> now y'all just being between, wrong. That's between the Lord and See, uh, and then next thing you know, they're going to be talking about James Earl Ray. We ain't got time for this right now. Bro. Look, whatever it takes, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Look, all right. So, look, that's enough on... That, I, I just, I can't talk about him. You know, I, 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 I wish him nothing but what he has sown. That's what the I got. The Lord give it, the Lord take it away. Take it away. That's all I got for him. That being said, moving on to a, I don't know if it's a lighter topic, but the NFL is a shit show. For real? So, as I said on the last episode, with Jada Plug, shout out to him, uh, I did not want the NFL to go ahead this season because I did not see us having a really good season. Just because you had no preseason, no training camp, players couldn't play together or practice together, you know, everything was done virtually, which is cool for meetings, which is cool for, like, strategy meetings and game planning and shit like that. But when you don't have those weeks of training camp and practice, what happens? Injuries, like we have never seen before in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, except on the Eagles, because they always hurt. But that being I'm used to it now. <laughs> Not really, yeah. I mean, that talking? doesn't mean that we that, – that's still bad, Marlon. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, no, here's the thing. Even – even before this whole COVID thing, it was like basically all players get hurt. I mean, I'm I'm used to it. Like, okay, he's hurt. That's okay. not. Oh, he oh he on IR. Okay. Next. Like, that that's, that's not that's not good. Like for real, that's, that, that's not good. That, okay. It's not, but that's where we are. But if it's any consolation, it's not just the NFL that's dealing with injuries. Because like the school that I teach at, a lot of the players are out and can't play football. Not just because of grades. But it's mainly because of injuries. They did not practice during COVID. A lot of them were like, oh, well, I could just get on the field and fight, and I could just do whatever. Yeah, and they learned the hard way after playing, like, the number two and number three seeds in the state that that is not your testimony. You don't want to – got 13 people on the injury report as of yesterday. Mm-mm. That's not your testimony. Most, but... notably, most notably, Fletcher Cox, Deshaun Jackson – Avante Maddox, Trevor Williams, J.J., Alshon, three offensive tackles. Jason Peters, our left tackle. He's now on IR. So Lane now Johnson. Gonna, he's at, oh, he hurt too? Lane Johnson, Jason Peters, and Jack Driscoll are all on the injury report. It's like, 
as well as Jamon Brown, one of offensive guards. Uh, oh, yeah, easy. We got a practice squad player. I mean, yeah, John Hightower, so, Jason Kelsey. And so basically, all five offensive linemen are in injury report. And we're only in week four. So that's, that, but that's, that's, but that's my point. It, 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 I, I did not believe going forward with this season was the thing to do because, especially for older players, they need the conditioning. Right. They need those weeks to work into shape. Mm-hmm. And they don't have them. So, that being said, uh, not only that, now we have COVID. So, that being said, uh, the Titans-Steelers game has been rescheduled to week seven, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. this, is, this is now week four is now their bye week, which uh, shit on my fantasy week. Because I have uh, James Conner, wonderful. So, um, I'm not even going to go there with you, but go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, used to whatever. Uh, yeah. I mean, Miles Sanders hurt, and not like he doing it. James Conner and Raheem Mostert have both outplayed him. So, lies you tell. James Conner's outplayed. He played one game once we get 20 points, but go ahead. James Conner and Mike Davis both outplayed him. Anyway. So he had one game, but go ahead, go ahead. So uh, let, let the baby have it. Let let the baby have it. Yeah, I'm. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm I'll I'm, die I'm, on I'm that. Well. So that being said, Titans because nine Titans players tested positive for COVID. <sighs> it, it, and like I said earlier regarding Trump testing positive, it can take two weeks for symptoms to show. That means who did the Titans play last week? The Vikings. Who did they play the week before that? I'm not sure about that one. But basically, all the Vikings players tested negative. So they're okay. Okay. So, and then they played played Jacksonville the week before that. So nothing has came out as far as Jacksonville players testing positive. Right. But – so, so this game is rescheduled. But then you not only have that, but Cam Newton has also tested positive for COVID. Superman. And the Patriots-Chiefs game is rescheduled. So I believe they said Monday or Tuesday. Um, yeah. But here's the thing. That means basically they're testing everybody. They're rapid testing every player. Mm-hmm. And... They're probably they're who did the who did the uh, Patriots play last week? Um, the Raiders. Yes. So that means the Raiders have to get tested and well, the Patriots yeah. have to get tested. Uh-huh. So this is what I foresaw happening. This is what I, in my mind, was like: this is a reality because no one is prepared for this shit. You're playing a full contact sport. To which breath, sweat, spit, germs are gonna get exchanged. And guess what? You have nine players on one team, the quarterback on the other team, who interacts with damn near everybody. And he's a running quarterback as well, so he's mobile, so he's interacting with the other team. It's not like this is Tom Brady who's taking a snap and standing seven yards back and throwing a ball. 
Nope. one there like to run. He running on everybody. So, you know, it's just one of those situations where it's like, you know, this is, you know, it's, it's, this is the beginning of the worst case scenario. So, I think because, see, right now we're in week four. I think this is just like, I don't really put this exactly, but I want to say this is maybe the best case scenario that makes sense because prior to week four, everybody's been tested. Mm-hmm. After three weeks of NFL football, nobody tested positive. Nobody. So right now we have, what, that seven players for the Titans tested positive? I think it's at nine. Here's the thing, nine, though. Okay. It takes up to two weeks for it to show. So week one, I didn't expect any positive tests. Week two, I didn't expect any positive tests. Last week, I expected some. We didn't get none. But now, in the middle of this week, we have some. But it's one team. Like, I kind of understand it was, like, more than one team. Like, okay, Cam Newton is just that's just one player for one team. The rest of the but teams probably don't know. But they got to test all the other players. I'm saying, but as of right now, it hasn't been revealed yet. I mean, it's still early. So I'm just saying right now we have nine players from the Titans and one player from the Patriots is Cam Newton. That's 10 players out of what I've over, what, thousand players? I mean, that's pretty good ratio, don't you think? Here's the thing, though. 10 players multiplies because it's every person they've been in contact with. Right. I mean, so far they tested negative. I'm just saying, I'm just saying like, just keep But they may like test negative now. now. They may test positive a week or two from now. And that's and the they issue. Gonna, and they're going to play two other teams by then. That, and that is what I'm saying. Yeah. Because it, it, it snowballs from there. Because you're not going to put the whole team on hiatus for two weeks. You're not putting right. the Titans, you're not putting Titans, Patriots on hiatus for two weeks. Because guess what? They're still practicing. But Martin. No, they, they, they close the facility now. I'm not, not letting players close the facility until everybody oh. is tested. Them. But I okay, mean, if it, it, so everybody can be tested. Okay, everybody gets tested. Nobody else comes back. And then, bam, two weeks from now, you got 20 more players with it. I understand your concern, Martin, but you have to remember money. Talk. Right, and that's—I mean, I get yeah. it. No, no, no. This I get it. season will continue, no matter what you're saying. I mean, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, like money talk. But see, money I'm talk. gonna say guys want their money. No matter how people test positive for this test, I'm gonna say this: rolling. The show keep on rolling. Let, let, let players start dying. And that's the thing. We, do we want to get to that point? No, I know we don't. But that's what you're gonna get to. It's gonna happen. It's going to happen. But the thing is, is that until they realize that financial stability is not more important than health, this is what's going to happen. Just point blank. Another thing, too, is the NFL PA couldn't negotiate that. Look, no, we're not playing at all. But they knew what they were getting themselves into. They knew that the possibility that everybody test positive for for COVID. But they still took that risk. So, therefore, I'm sorry, but it is what it is. Next man up. So if nine people test positive, those other players, they're still going to play. I mean, they push mm-hmm. the game back. Yeah, but I'm just still saying, no matter what, these owners want their money. Mm-hmm. The players want their game checks money. So yep. no matter how you you say it, they're going to play football. 
Yeah. The whole season is probably going to happen. Playoffs, Super Bowl, it's all going to happen. No matter what we like it or not, we the players are just a piece of, of, of meat, basically, to these owners. They're going to get their money regardless. I mean, won't get as much money because fans are not there. They can't get money off, you know, ticket sales, concession sales. They, they won't get all that. But they still get some bread. They will lose some money. But they still gonna get paid in a way. So, yeah. in the day, it's still money game. They're gonna get it paid. They're gonna get money. So, at the end of the day, they still have to meet a bottom line. And I think on a emotional side, to a certain extent, I think these players feel like they're not earning their keep if they're not able to do what they have so called been called to do. So nice. you you have to look at this as these are men who need to earn what they need to earn in order for them to be able to take care of their families, for them to be able to have the confidence that they need, because people are depending on them since we put football in such a, a huge perception and we make it seem like it's the end-all, be-all compared to any other sport, this is what's going to happen. Am I saying it's right? No, but... I can understand why they would make the decision that they would make. Do I think it's stupid? 100%. I would rather not see the Raiders play. I I would rather not for safety reasons. But I also understand that as men, they feel like this is how I earn my livelihood. And for me not to be able to do that is is more of a negative impact than me actually catching COVID. And to piggyback off of that, basically, some of these players, that's all they know is football. It's like, what can I do to provide for my family? Like, football, I played, you know, peewee, AAU, whatever, or high school, college, professional. Like, this is all I know. Like, so that's why some took that chance. You know what? Is a possibility I can, I can test positive. I'm going to play because, like I said, I got family. I got bills. Like, you know, it's – yeah, I mean, it was going to happen regardless. And people were saying, oh, football won't happen. Nah, it, it's going to happen. Even like these rich players like, Rick, like Russell Wilson was kind of against it. I mean, he's pretty well paid off. He can afford to not play a whole season. But some of these bottle players will like get like six figures. Like they need money. They need to, you know, pay off these big moms they got, these cars, these, these houses. They got to do it. So therefore, we're going to have a season. So. I mean, no, look, I, I understand the financial aspect of it. And I understand from I need to make this money aspect. Like, I get that. That being said, I I guess I look at it from the moral and ethical cost of it. What is it going to cost when it's all said and done? When this season is over and we're sitting there January, February, whenever, March, and have players died, have players not died, have, you know, what has happened to the, the, the trust in the shield and the league? Did the league really do everything they could? Did they look out for the players' best interests? Or did they just look out for the bottom line? Did once again, a bunch of rich old white men put dollars ahead of black lives. That's how I look at it. 
I mean, we won't really know until the end of the season. I mean, right All now, right. we're just – I mean, right now we're in week four. We'll see as time progresses. And we'll maybe do, like, a Super Bowl episode and kind of see where the season is at this point. But right now, just wait and see. I mean, we're in week four. We finally had a positive case of COVID. So we'll see maybe next week our team test positive. But right now, the waiting game, we'll just – See what happens season's in. I mean, yeah. worst case scenario, they if and I know this is wrong, but it's true. If they die near the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl may be named after them. Nah, that's right. I mean Let, and let's thing, be you and you made a good point, Martin. If somebody does die, I think that may raise more concerns than we get it will. for. He's, he's, I will say. I think if somebody dies, it's like, okay, wait a minute. Maybe we should okay. pay attention. Because like now we need a because it's like basically it's like fraternity, like how all sports, basketball, football, baseball, like in the day, like those are guys who grind all their life to be in that position to, you know, make a name for themselves, their legacy, like to provide for their family. And like, wait a minute, okay, one of our brothers died. Maybe I'm not fully paying attention to it. Maybe I'm being too naive about it. So maybe that's what it takes. So I'm gonna die. Hopefully not. I'm, I'm saying I don't want to happen. I'm just saying if it does happen. Maybe we'll we'll take it a lot more seriously than we are right now. It will, cause think about it. The only reason why a lot of people took COVID seriously in back in March was when the NBA said we shut down. We'll holler. That was the right. only. That was one of the main reasons why a lot of people right. were like, "Oh snap, we need to actually pay attention." So it takes. I hate to say this, but we do live in a society where it takes some type of either really, really good measure or some really, really negative measure in order for people to realize the seriousness of the situation. And we know what COVID can do. Like, I, I know people who have died from it, and I know people who have gotten really, really sick from it and barely made it out. I do. But at the same time, I understand these men and what they need in order for them to be able to take care of their families. And, I, I mean, I can't say anything because – if I was their wife, I'd be like, bro, I don't need you to play. I'm good. That would be me. But I'm not one of their wives, so I can't say nothing. <laughs> you said one of their wives or baby moms. Yeah, one, yeah, you heard one of them wives. I'm not one of them, so right. I can't say nothing. But if it was me, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. You don't need to play this year. We'll figure something out. I don't mind living in an apartment. I'll be good. But that's right. me. So, so this actually, so this is something that just happened that I'm about to share. Uh, this was posted today at 7.58. Uh, Cineworld is a theater chain in the UK. They're closing all locations until 2021. Hmm. What that means is though, the James, the new James Bond film, No Time to Die, was recently, it was announced that that film would be delayed. Regal Cinemas in the US has just done the same thing. Really? MGM delayed No Time to Die. It was moved from November to April of next year. Only thing left is Dune, the new remake of Dune, and Wonder Woman 1984, which both are expected to be pushed back. 
Yeah, because they were supposed to come, because Wonder Woman was supposed to come out, I think, last month. Yes. Yeah, then, it was supposed to come out last month, and then all the King's Men, which is like the prequel of the King's the Men, King's, yeah. was supposed to come out in August. Right. So this is going to affect upwards of 28,000 employees. Yep. So you're talking about 30,000 people who are now going to be unemployed. Mm-hmm. And the way they found out was via a news article. Wait, they didn't like tell them? That's the reality of it. Now you learn stuff with social media. I mean, that's that's, I mean, it, it was, sucks. But it's what it, and it was crazy. Is I think it happened maybe like last week, something like that. But they started refilming um, in CIS New Orleans like <laughs> last week. So I mean, some projects are taking that chance of filming right now, and some are not. Like you just saying, like in the UK, they're not taking that chance, but some are. I mean, it just depends on who they are. Yeah, some of them is who they are. Like, Some yeah, of them are just like, like I, I re- we need to go back. They need to go back to being normal, as if mm. normal was at first off, as if normal ever existed. But we ain't gonna talk about that. But that's a conversation for another time. That that's a whole, yeah, that's a whole different conversation. I ain't got time for right now. But, I think uh, the Rock is doing another film too right now, currently filming, and everybody's wearing masks and everything like that too. Mm-hmm. Some places are filming. What is the thing? They're still filming and they're still taking precautions. But a lot of it, it's it's not the filming so much because you know what I've seen from when they've talked about filming is they they've reduced crew numbers, they've done different things to reduce interaction and social distancing, and they're doing things differently. And that that you have more flexibility when you're talking about a crew versus 150 people packed into a, a theater to watch a film. I mean, Theater is kind of like, in a way, it's kind of like common sense. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, I'm but not the, you know, here's the thing. Though. They're saying that theater companies will shut down and go out of business. And yeah. from there, you know, we're talking about right now in the U.S., close to 30,000 people who are going to be unemployed. Yeah. Yep. Just, uh, I've had some experience being around movie sets and it's a lot of people. And yeah. you're saying that it's in a downsize, even when that's the case, people are still like within like close proximity with each right. other. So right. I don't know how it works now because I've been I've been around a while, but I'm just going off the assumption of what I've I've I remember just being around. Yeah. They are pretty close to one another. So we'll right. see how it works out, you know, in the future. But I don't know. I think no matter what happens, people are saying about their, their lives. <laughs> like, you know, like it, it's still going to continue because you can't let like, that go beat you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's... Sometimes we, it's like we have to take that risk. I'm a teacher and I still have to be around kids knowing that there have been kids in my school that have had COVID. But I still need to make a paycheck. And while I don't want to be there, don't misunderstand I don't want to be there. I don't want to have to be wearing a mask. All the rest is foolishness. I do what I got to do in order for me to make the money I got to make. And that's so, why you mentioned that because my mother-in-law just told me today that her school or class officially opened up, I think, in October 20-something. Mm-hmm. They've, been vir- they've been virtual for mm-hmm. the most part. She has like 30 kids coming. October mm-hmm. 20, whatever the date is. Yeah. So it's like, now she has to readjust to kids coming, you know, with masks on. They can't touch mm-hmm. each other. You know, they right. all have their own like supplies and like, damn, well, like it's it's, it's the worst time show. to be a teacher. It's the worst. It was been supposed to have their own fucking supplies. It's not my job to provide supplies for other people's kids. 
Fuck them kids. Well, you know, your 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 friends like Pam. You know, you ain't been you ain't your kid ain't in school yet, guys. I'ma tell you right now. I'ma tell you right now. No, fuck them. I'ma tell you right now. Marlon, that's my fault. That's my fault. I'm sorry. I'ma tell you right now. Your kid ain't been in school yet. I got a third grade and a fourth grade. I have bought school supplies on more than one occasion. Them fuckers, and then they have they have the nerve to have school supplies and like classroom fees. Like fuck your classroom fees. If I'm about to spend two hundred dollars on these fucking school supplies, why the fuck does my child need nine motherfucking glue sticks? I'm just saying, as a parent, I totally get it. But as a student, are you with you know fuck a girl them like kids. damn, where am I pen at? Well, sound like your mama needs to buy you another motherfucking Yo, pen. Can I cover all your pen? No, oh, thank you. no. You know why do? Why does my kid need seven packs of fucking crayons? Why does my kid need six packs of baby wipes? He mad though. Why does my kid need uh, half I mean, a dozen rolls of toilet paper? I mean, he uh, he paper in the wrong damn school. Why does my kid need four packs of construction paper? No. Fuck them other kids. Oh, I'm going to tell you right now, and, as a parent and, who put kids in school, who go and, to elementary school, and fuck and them and, other kids. That's trying to get their groove on. No, no, no. They're not trying to get their groove on with some fucking construction paper. Ethan had little girls buying him snacks and shit last year. That nigga out there pimping. Know your worth, young king. That's all I'm saying. What she I'm got saying. red, she got yellow, put it together. She got red, I got blue, put it together. Come on, man. Oh, don't discriminate. Let them, let them be. Let them be. Man, don't talk block. Don't talk block. Fuck. Don't talk block. Other kids. <laughs> I think he's bad, though. <laughs> yeah, he really bad. I don't know. Because you want me to buy supplies and then pay a classroom fee. And Ethan. Fuck, I look like. groove on. Let they no groove on. on. They eight nine. They they, they, they so, not be grooving. Yeah, grooving bro, with you the know oldies. What's going on right now. You have no idea what's going on. Look, it's starting at seven or eight, nine, ten. It, Shut up. It, look, yeah, I, no. I had a situation recently. It's, Shut up. So see, there you go. Look, That's it. there you go. Look, look, I ain't gonna say no more. Sandy, don't don't look at me like that. Don't look at me. Like that. I'm saying. Anyway. She, she Anyway, it's not how it was back in the day. It's this whole generation. My kids will continue to watch cartoons and play Pokemon cards and draw and play with toys for as long as it is humanly possible because they will enjoy having a childhood. And then I guess we to watch porn. What? Wait, nothing. Go ahead. If I could reach through. The screen and slap the back of your bald ass head. I would. <laughs> like, oh, I, yeah. I would get a handful of baby powder, uh, like you LeBron got real James, you, you Game better. Six in Miami. Oh, and I was. Bad I feel so bad for Bronny right now. He's three, he's two games away from getting the aspirin of a lifetime. Look, Bro, you should not smoke weed on, on Instagram Live. You should have known better. Your daddy, LeBron James, old brother. I don't worry, I my shepherd. You know what? I'm saying. You know, Look. you know what? Guess what? How many, how old is Brian? Like 15? 
Uh, maybe six. No, fifteen or sixteen. One of them. One of them. Yeah, guess what? Guess what? I don't smoke weed at sixteen. That's not up. a good argument for the situation, you don't bro. Post I'm, on, the you don't point post I'm trying to make is with your dad being famous, the, like so one of the yeah, top listen, players in the basketball right now. One of the most known people there. in the world. Yes, I do not no. condone the behavior, but what I say is, if you cannot give a child childlike grace for making a mistake, because he is a 16-year-old boy. 16 and 12 as a man ain't much different, yeah. except your voice a little bit different. You got some hair on your balls. That's literally the only difference between 12 and 16. So give him the grace to say, I made a mistake. I did something I shouldn't have done. I was stupid. Whatever. I'm not about to sit there and condemn him condemn them. Because people yeah, do that. If you made a mistake, uh, boy, you can get ass with him though. We got him. Oh, yeah, no, he catch the mask. That's beside yeah. the point. Yeah. All right. All right. We're on the same page. As long as he knows that as soon as his dad gets home, that's his ass. I don't know what happens to him. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's happen. I don't, you can well, but I'm not, su- I'm not surprised by that. Away, but I don't know. I'm not surprised by that, especially with this generation, because a lot of what they do is by what they can show people that they can do. So if I can show you that I can smoke weed, if I can show you that I can drink, if I can show you that, you know, I could pay for something, then I'm going to do it. There are not a lot of kids now that don't do anything without a camera. Just point blank. They do not. For them to not do that. Prime example, I had a kid in my class, we were doing the Pledge of Allegiance or something. And he didn't want to do it. He said, Black Lives Matter. I let him sit down, do what he ever wanted to do. But instead, he wanted to put his, pull his camera out and start filming everybody who was standing up. And I had to have a conversation with him like, dog, you can't do that here. Like, you have the right to have your opinion, but you can't mess with my other kids because of your opinion. Right. Yeah, you, you don't do that. You don't get the right to make them feel uncomfortable because that was their choice. If you don't like it, then you don't like it. But you're not going to take it out of them. They can't they don't know how to, they don't know how to operate without it. It's that's just how they are. It's weird. That it, it's with it, more power than them. That's what they want to do. You're in social media age now. I mean, everything you do is by camera, phone. I mean, I just for this. Yep. So I wanna I wanna kind of wrap this one up, mm-hmm. but I wanna wrap it up on a note and oh. on a thought. And I so. If you could choose anyone to be the moderator for the next debate, fictional or non-fictional, okay. who would you choose? Who would I choose? <clears throat> I feel like I would choose um, Joe Clark from Lean On Me with the bat in his hand, legitimately. <laughs> I would choose him to do it because I feel like they would be that would be one of the few people they would actually listen to because he would probably knock both of them over the head with a bat. Like, I don't put that past Joe. If he could do that to crackheads, I know he was gonna do that to the political people. Hmm. I probably choose plies. <laughs> you want plies, my Like it's plies, he keep it real. Like he This is not going to <laughs> <end> well. <laughs> 
you want quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> you you said that it's all a hoax and everything, but you want a quarantine. You said <laughs> this oh, was real. The people. You Why said you take some taking some hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> right, but you want you want no bleach. You want a quarantine. <laughs> What black girl is named hydrochloroquinique? No, that's the that's the fish drugs he told the people to take, and the white people took it. Oh, that sounds like a black girl name. I know that stereotype. Hydrochloroquinique, yeah. Child. All that's right. Like, so I'm telling y'all, somebody will be named that ten years from now. No, you know who I want to moderate the next debate? I'm scared. Nino Brown. Sit your fire ass <laughs> down before I make change. <laughs> Tell you right now. Let me know moderate the fucking debate. Say, bro, that'd be the greatest moderation ever. Oh, either, either, either him or Samuel Jackson. Like you will put, you put Trump in trouble. And 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 not just Samuel. Samuel Jackson is Shaft. No, it has to be him as Shaft. You motherfucker! I said two minutes. You no, 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 no. It has to be. Motherfucker. It has. It, it has to be. Jules Winfield, Samuel Jackson from Pulp Fiction. Mm, okay, I can see that. I, I can see that. Because, see, I just need him to all of a sudden break into Bible scriptures and then tell him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> so it's either going to be Jules Winfield and Nino Brown, as played by <laughs> Samuel Jackson and uh, Wesley Snipes, respectively. That's my uh, options. Okay. I'm still going with Joe Clark. Like, I'm with yeah. it. So, so, and that'll be a poll. We're gonna put that poll up and 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 talk about the results next episode. But yeah, so in any anything else? Any any, any final thoughts? <laughs> Man, like I always say, black girls don't cheat. Black women, I'm sorry, black women don't cheat. Um make sure you floss and always look for both ways before you slap somebody in the face. That's, yeah, that's that's some logic right there, Marlon. Uh, for me, uh, Brianna Taylor. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm still going through this. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, I really am. Um, also, power to Lake Show, LeBron. Like that fourth ring, you heard me. So happy. Oh, he's so ain't, awesome. ain't no might about it. I mean, it's still, yeah, uh, they, you, they, you, sweep, you know, they sweeping you, them you know, like. They look. They are sweeping them. You never know. Like, but yeah, I, I feel good. Though. I feel good about it. AD with that first ring. Uh, I'm more than happy for him too as well. And uh, oh yeah, make sure y'all follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Leave a review. We appreciate it. And thank y'all for listening. Word. Also, yes, the Lakers are going to sweep the heat like Turbo from Breaking. Oh, child. Dancing with the broom. If you're yeah, not familiar with broom everywhere. Child, if you're not familiar with that, how that sweep looks, go look that up. Uh, and vote your conscience, but just vote. You can register to vote mm. online on your Secretary of State's website as long as it's working. If it's not working, call and harass your Secretary of State to make sure it is. Send in provisional ballots, send in mail, whatever you have to do to vote. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I know a lot of us talked about never had an election mattered like it did before when Obama got into office. 
Never has an election mattered more now at this point. Amen. And not just this election, but every election following it for every office below the president. Yep. Do the research, support your candidates, find out who they are, and vote for the people that align with your values, whatever they may be. Hopefully they yep. are morally and ethically just and not, you're not a corrupt piece of shit. And if you're a corrupt piece of shit and you're listening to this, you're a corrupt piece of shit. <laughs> so with that being said, try Jesus, not me, because I will throw hands. Black lives matter, every vote matters. <clears throat> For, Vote411.org if you need more information about how to vote. That is vote411.org. All right, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of the Daily Dollar Show podcast, and we out. Peace. And that's another episode. Give us a like and follow on Facebook and Instagram at Daily Dollar Show Podcast, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more.